0: FM HD Two Albany, W Two Forty EC Albany, Fox Sports Nine Eighty and Ninety Five Point
1: Nine FM. All right, happy Monday, everybody. I thought, I thought, I thought the woman was going to say something. No, sometimes thought,
2: she does at the top of the show. Sometimes she doesn't. I, th- I thought, I was like, I was like, and now the backing guy. We've been out so often recently. Usually when we're in studio, Kelly takes that first break off. Yeah. Oh, she does? Okay. It's very important. So,
1: Very busy. Uh, trade deadline for Major League Baseball is tomorrow. It's a 6 p.m. 6 p.m. tomorrow. Will the Yankees do anything? Will anybody be left on the Mets? And is there anybody the Angels haven't traded for yet? Those are the three questions I have going into the deadline, guys. Will the Yankees do anything? Will anybody be left on the Mets? And have the Angels traded for everyone so far.
2: Angels or Rangers?
1: Oh, yes, both. Angels and Rangers. Between Combined, the two of them, right, they have yeah. everyone. Um, Fourth one. Yeah, it's it's been... It's one of those ones where, like, every time you see a name linked to the Yankees, you then see that name traded to the Angels or the Rangers. It's, like, right away. Um, Mets fan, your GM has come out and said, this is not a fire sale. Basically a warning to anyone who's calling him Looking for cheap talent, you ain't getting it. You want these guys? I have a high value set to them. You might be able to get them, but you're gonna pay for them. And I, I believe him. I think the, I think there's a monumental difference between the David Robertson trade and the Max Scherzer trade. Um, the Robertson trade, I think somebody called and said, "Hey, dude, you guys are kind of spiraling the drain a little bit. We need him." Here's here's some here's some prospects. They're young. No one knows anything about them yet. They're good though. They're you're gonna like them. Um, and they went, okay, cool, yeah, let's go. And then Max Scherzer said, I'm gonna have to talk to the front office about that one. And they went, Yeah, come on in. You're gone. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> you. We don't answer to you. You answer to us. And they basically paid all but what ten million, maybe twenty million of his full contract over the next two years, and uh, he gone. He go. He a ranger now. Uh, So I don't think. Like I know some people are like Verlander's going to get moved. Um, Lindor's going. Everybody's going. You know, Pete Pete Alonso pack a bag. No, I think from here on out, anybody you see moved by the Mets, it's going to be one of those situations where you're going to look at what they got back and go, Oh, okay. I'm glad they did that.
2: I was startled by how many Met fans via the internet social media we're upset by the scherzer move and other i guess attitudes of this franchise right now and i don't know if it's actually the trade themselves or met fan is just like all right it's over like we're giving up on the season this team was supposed to be so much better classic mets this is why i hate being a met fan again met fan talking like this out loud on social media that feels like that's the right answer because the scherzer thing's a good move like what else? Uh, were, I don't like. The, I don't like all the money they paid, though. But the 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 kid coming back is good. What else were the Mets supposed to do at this point? Because they tried it. They said we're gonna go get Max Scherzer, a Hall of Famer. We're gonna get Verlander, who was still pitching really well, a recent Cy Young winner. We're gonna bring these two guys in at the tail end of their career and hope it works out. And if it does, we got a chance to win a World Series. If it doesn't, we're gonna be in rough shape. Unfortunately for the Mets, it turned out to be number two. Scherzer hasn't been good. Now, Verlander's been better than Scherzer, but at this point, what did Metfan want out of Scherzer besides be better? <laughs> that would have been nice. You have an opportunity to move him to a contender in Texas that needs an arm. They're willing to deal with you for the future of your franchise. You're going to get better. There was nothing to keep Scherzer on the roster for. It's over, Metfan. I told you last week it was over. You're not making the postseason. You've had an old pitcher who's not pitching well in your roster and somebody else wanted him. There's no negative. In this. Now maybe the only negative is if you watch the Rangers win the World Series, then Scherzer pitches well. But you can't control that part of it. That part's done. Like Scherzer had to go. It sucks. It didn't work out, but it was time to leave. <clears throat> he, he, but you, you can understand where
1: Mets fan is looking at this, going, okay, the de facto closer, and he was supposed to be the ace. But the second best pitcher on your team are gone. You're not trying to win. And I know Pete Alonso said the right things. I know he said like, oh no, we're going to keep trying to win and whatever. I I get it, but I um I can see where if you're a Mets fan, you're like, okay, we are waving the white flag this year, even though the guys on the field are still going to try and win. We're, we're waving the white flag this year, and, and that, I can see that that might bother you. But to your point now, like I look at it like like this. You are taking great if anyone next tells me whether or not you are taking great opportunities to rebuild your farm system because this year you already lost Edwin Diaz, Max Scherzer, you laid it out nice. He's not what you hoped he was going to be, all these things. If you move anything after this, it's, wait, how long are we going to be rebuilding? Because realistically speaking, next year, Verlander's your ace. Hopefully, Kodai Senga's a little better at home, you know, like stuff like that. And Edwin Diaz is your closer. So the guys you've moved, you won't miss next year. You start moving, as you miss next year. That's when, if I'm a Mets fan, I start going. Wait a minute here. What are we doing? What's going on? What's so like to your point? I like, I like I like the moves because again, I don't I don't know what they're getting back. But that's the, you said you were going to build the farm system. You said you didn't really care about money. Well, you so far you've shown both those things to be pretty true so far, Uncle Steve.
2: And figuring out the NL East of how those teams built in this division has been hard to figure out a little bit like way back when the Washington Nationals stunk for a long time and they end up getting some big time players and top draft picks and they end up getting Scherzer and the whole thing worked out like Washington made it work but that's almost dated now because of what's happening because Atlanta's really good and they had a little mix of both being bad for a while getting top picks and adding in some big time prospects building through their system you have Miami that I don't think they actually kind of knew what they were doing, but we've seen this like three or four times in the history of the Marlin franchise of we're not going to spend any money. We better be really good at developing prospects and making trades that no one else wants. And that worked. And Philly was a mix of both. Philly like built through the uh, farm system plus was aggressive in free agency bringing in guys like Harper. So the Mets are in this weird spot now where it's like, okay, what do we really want to do now? Because we were aggressive bringing in free agents. We thought that would work. And as of 2023, it hasn't gone the way we'd hoped. Can we get some weird mix in between where we can get better in our farm system, find some of these prospects, develop them, and have veterans? Because it feels like that's the way they're heading. And 2024, you're right, LeVac. Like those teams I just mentioned, the Marlins, the Braves, and the Phillies, all are going to be contenders again. This is not all in for any of those franchises. They can all consistently be good for a few more seasons. It'll be hard to catch.
1: Is not aren't the Atlanta Braves? Like the picture of the most consistent farm system with the least World Series results to show for it. Like does it like like? Wouldn't you put the Braves farm system right up next to the
2: Astros? I would put it next to I would say Atlanta, Houston, and this is maybe too recent, but I think they should be in the conversation. The Orioles too. Like, yeah. all three of those guys are really good right now. Wow. It took you eight yeah. minutes. I feel like ah, how about that win yesterday? We'll
1: get to that well, maybe later at some a, point. Well, that's yeah. I I literally was going to start with that, but I was like, how far can I go before guys realize I just don't want to talk about the Orioles slapping the crap <laughs> out of the Yankees? How how far can I? Made I, I made it eight minutes. I made it eight minutes before I, you brought him up. I, I'm pretty proud of myself. I was
2: looking on this run. I'm like, wait a second. Wait a second. this change? I don't see <laughs> <laughs> Oriole Yankee on here. Oh, he must have pushed it to no, later in the show with us. There, wait Wait a there. second. <laughs> We're with well, this thing. Because that's
1: the thing too. Is you look at you look at if you watch Sunday night baseball last night. What's that? And that's the first time the Orioles have been on in what twenty years or something like that. Some ridiculous number. That no, it's not in here. I, I did delete that part. But yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, no. I, I'm just saying it for for a good reason for you. They're fun to watch. Like you don't want to see them beat your team nine three. I can tell you that right now. But at the same time, if you're just looking to watch a baseball team. That has fun, is good, and, and and you know, carries some energy with them. This year it's the Orioles. The home run hose, which feels dirty for some reason. I don't know what it is about the look <laughs> of the hose. Maybe it's like the brown and orange of the of the color of the hose that makes it weird. And there's no way I'm doing water. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, every time an, an Orioles player hits a home run, they have a funnel attached to a garden hose. And they do it like they funnel water or a clear liquid. I'm not going to, I don't know what it is, but like, that's fun. Those are those little things you do to get through the 162, the 162 games they have to play. Um, they like each other. Like they appear to enjoy each other's company, which is always nice to see. Uh, I'm going to start calling him King Felix just because it makes people angry. When you've got a mountain of a closer who is just intimidating looking, like, Top to bottom, that's an intimidating looking dude. You talking about Big Batista? Yeah, Felix Batista. Well, I call him King Felix because it ticks off Seattle fans. <laughs> like he, he he reminds me when I was a kid of uh, Lee Smith, the closer for you know Cubs, Sox, stuff like that. Like there's there's this thing like Randy Johnson when Johnson when Randy was up, and he's just so tall, and he's on top of the mound. This dude's a mountain, and they call him that. He's a mountain. Like it's it's a fun team to watch. They they built through the the, the farm system. They've got all these guys. This is a team that I'd love to see find a way to get a Verlander. And but I, the only thing is, if you do that, you're going to, have to give up so much to get them that it, it might slow you guys down over time. But like, imagine bringing in a Justin Verlander, you know, this this salty veteran kind of deal. Who knows how to have fun? Who can come in and be like, okay, you guys are here, here, and here? Because that was the only the only plus side of the Yankees last night during that game was when they showed Garrett Cole working with everybody else who pitches for the Yankees where you kind of got that feel of like he's always in great shape he's always as you it's like yeah that's really cool and then oh the Orioles scored again like that team is fun to watch that is a young well-built roster that is fun to watch your filthy Orioles. oh it
2: feels so good
1: uh see took everything i had last night not to call buster after buster only and say you need to you need to even give yourself a fake name you need to come on the show. I know you're not allowed on Fox Sports. You need to come on the show and just apologize to Goose one time <laughs> for all the for all the hate you gave the the Orioles over the years.
2: G a u s
1: e. Goose? Goose. Yeah.
2: Well, the Orioles are awesome. They're a great team to watch. Awesome. Let's not get great. crazy. Great. Incredible. Uh, here's why I wasn't ready to do my celebratory. They're probably the most fun team to watch right now. Basically. Yes, definitely. Like. The reason I wasn't ready to do a celebratory dance and act as if the season is over is because it's not over. Like I know, Oriole fan has, like myself, has been tortured, tortured by how great the Yankees have played against them. Like the stats we used to go through at the end of the 2010 decade, where it was like it was like 20 games, the Yan- Yankees were like 18 and two. It was constant beatings over the past what few seasons. Wrong, what is wrong with you? But you, the season series is over. I know the season the series Orioles is over. The Orioles beat the
1: Yankees seven games to six games. Why can't you enjoy your victory?
2: What is wrong with you? Because there's one more thing left, LeVac. One more evil thing left for Oriole fans. We want to make the postseason. We want to win the AL East and keep you guys home. The Yankees missing the postseason and the Red Sox potentially missing the postseason would be even better. That's the last nail. That's the last and haymaker to take out the Yankees, to win the division and keep them out of the postseason because of that. That's the evil side of this for the Orioles, have been tortured. So that's why I'm not celebrating yet. Difference between being a winner
1: and being whatever you are. As Yankee fans, we just want to win the World Series. I don't care who's there, I don't care who else makes the dance. I don't, listen, I don't even really care about the Red Sox unless we're playing against them. I, You know, they, it's fun to make fun of them. On you know, your home for Red Sox baseball, Fox Sports, 980 and 95.9. But, like, if all I want is the Yankees is is to play the way they play when judges in the lineup every night and make the postseason. If they make
2: the postseason, then I want
1: to win a series. Then I want to win a World Series.
2: I don't care whether you make it or not. I do. Stay out. <laughs> you guys are mean to us. This is our club now, and you're not allowed. Not a poo-poo. <laughs> We're gonna sit in here and eat pizza, and you guys gotta stand out there in the rain and Gosh, watch us. the guy us. behind you is
1: Jeffrey Mayer. Ah! Jeffrey Mayer's behind ah! you, guys. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just crazy to me. Like, I don't, you know. I'm excited. I, I should am excited. be. You, but you should be excited because you have a very good young team. Yeah. It shouldn't matter whether or not my team makes it.
2: This is how long I've worked with you. This is this is what I thought about coming to today's show. The first headline. I wasn't thinking about celebrating on the air. I wasn't thinking about the Orioles taking down this series. My first thought was, man, Severino can't pitch in big games. You got a Sunday night game. He's too jacked up. What are we going to talk about with Severino? How can this guy not figure it out? Like, it's done. You have to have. This is how I thought, right? Like, anytime there's. And again, Sunday night in late July, I know it's not the ALDS or ALCS, but this is a significant game for the Yankees. AL East opponent. Team at the top of the division. Team you need to catch. Who you've dominated. Severino, you're supposed to be made for this moment? Stunk. Terrible. Baltimore took advantage. Great things for the Orioles. But that was my first thought. And that happened. And he does stink. But Baltimore, great. I'm going to celebrate a little bit more when the postseason's clinched. And they don't blow this thing. And I will celebrate if the Red Sox and the Yankees are sitting home. Take that, Red Sox and Yankee fan.
1: Now I just... All I want to do is be there when the Yankees boot the Orioles from the postseason again. I know you do. And oh, I, I i didn't I, before. I, I just wanted to make it. Now I want to make it and, and ruin you. I do. I know. It's more fun. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, though. I'm in here. I'm talking about how great your team is.
2: And all you're thinking about is keeping my team out of the dance. That's all I thought about. Severino stinking. And, man, this will feel a lot better if the Red Sox and Yankees are home. I don't think... Oh, I, let, me, let me head to the Verlander thing, too. I don't think they need Verlander. They need an arm... The, you mentioned the clubhouse, the locker room, the feel. This is going to all make us sound a little bit old, but wasn't Verlander just basically pitching when a lot of these guys were, what, in kindergarten? Like, yeah, but
1: that's what you need. You need that guy who's been there and done that. So when everybody freaks out because they've never been there or done that before, you get that guy who goes, hey, guys, it's okay. Like, hey, you beat the Yankees seven times this year. That's okay. I've never lost to them. <laughs> like, you I never lost. Never lost. So like it's you gotta have that. I was this is what I was calling for for the Yankees last last week. Basically, what Judge is for them. There's nobody else who steps up. There's nobody who goes. You would think Anthony Rizzo, any of these other guys would be like, "Hey, everybody, this is how we do it." Rizzo can't hit to save his life. You bring in that sage veteran who goes along with that youthful exuberance. You put those two together. Now you got something. Now you got something right there in Baltimore, right in the right in the harbor.
2: I want somebody, though. I don't know if it's Verlander.
1: Well, you're not getting Verlander. I mean, you have to give up too much. I, like, I don't know what your farm system looks like now because most of it's on the field. I imagine, it, though, with the way they just keep calling dudes up. But, like,
2: that would be that would be sick. If you guys had Verlander, now, now I'm nervous. You know who I would have liked? And I know his postseason resume is nowhere close to being on the same planet as Verlander, but this could have been his time, his moment. Another swing to Yankee fans there. It would have been nice to get Jordan Montgomery. That would have been nice. He also, Mm -hmm. you know, he's on the list now. Cashman, Cashman haters. There's a few that Brian Cashman got wrong. Getting Sonny Gray does not feel the same way as letting Jordan Montgomery go. Sonny Gray, it felt like a New York thing because Sonny Gray was good in other places post-New York. This Jordan Montgomery thing, even I remember you and I talked about the Montgomery deal. You were ticked oh yeah because it didn't make sense and it still doesn't make sense it makes less sense every day
1: i can see what when harrison bader is is the the rare moments where he's healthy for a couple weeks at a time i can see what he was thinking but yeah no i I don't know why you get rid of a lefty homegrown lefty with five pitches (laughs) and now he's gonna you know get a chance to win elsewhere
2: they didn't want to pay him is that like what we're gonna stick with over the yankees like he's gonna be a free agent coming up they just the yeah, they been-
1: needed an outfielder, and that was the price they had to pay. But I don't, I don't, I don't care for it personally. Um, what I do care for is our good friends at USX Pest Control. So all these things that I had no idea about, guys. Did you know that that bats are protected and need to be humanely evicted? There are only two times of the year you can evict bats. I didn't know that. So like, in your attic, almost like like if you had a, like a lease agreement with it, like somebody just squatting like you can't just go up <laughs> your alley and go, hey you fatty get out Vlad the Impaler, get out. you can't twice a year you can do it in may you do it right now there's two times so like like mid-august mid, mid-october like now is when you, i think i have bats in the attic i need to get a hold of usx pest control so i can get on the list they can get in here and they can take care of this for me they're protected you can only get rid of them in those lists. so cat's eye has a bat eviction program not only humanely removes bats but they combine it with their revolutionary, the cat guard exclusion system, which you know, we know from back in the day now we know as the non-chemical exclusion package, which is guaranteed to keep out bats, rodents, other wildlife. They even talk about the guano. They know, like, like dude, Tim the guano whisperer comes up and goes, <laughs> here we go. Bats eat up half their weight in insects every night.
2: Ooh.
1: All these things are good,
2: except for the fact that they shouldn't be living in your attic and this is the only time you get rid of them. USX Pest Control. Call them today you If you got bats or other, a friend issues.
1: of ours hit me up about a bat got into his house. Yeah, yeah. He was. He's like, "What do I do?" I'm like, "USX." He's like, "Okay, cool." So he's getting that going. But like, I don't. Like, I don't think he knew. Like, you know, you, you can't serve them with eviction papers until now.
2: I was just texting Kristen earlier today too about set up my next appointment. Make it happen for you as well. I'm not rooting for bats, although that's a lot of information about bats that know, I got one. Levack, yeah, I got one. Earn it. <laughs> I won't hope for that, but I, I guess I want to ex-
1: see you hit, serve it little eviction papers. But you gotta do it before before the uh, before the uh, the middle okay. of next month.
2: All right, I'll do that. I'll talk to Chris and Tim, Frank, whoever can help me with. Tim's gonna come in and be like, "Well, by the based on the guano, it's time to evict." USX Pest Control. Call them today. Schedule your free inspection to find out how they can help your home stay safe for weeks and months to come.
1: Just notice, I'm now laughing about bad evictions. I was not when I still had them. USX Pest Control. Get it done, my friends. Fox Sports Radio at 95.9 and 980.
2: Hi, I'm Kyle at Blindster.com. Want to save big on custom faux wood blinds, shutters, cellular shades, and more? Shop Blindster today and save up to 50% over comparable blinds from brick-and-mortar stores. Get custom blinds at low prices and free shipping at Blindster.com.
0: Leghorn Plumbing and Heating reminds you to support small businesses by patronizing them frequently and encourage others to do the same. Leghorn Plumbing and Heating, all phases of plumbing, heating, and cooling installation and service over 30 years experience serving the green county including parts of albany county and ulster county deal with the owner of this family-run business at all times call glenn at 518-610-4486 on
2: facebook dq presents hmm that's the sound of someone seeing the dq seven dollar meal deal hmm and that's the sound of someone deciding if they want the original cheeseburger or three-piece chicken strips with their $7 meal deal. Mmm. And that's the sound of someone digging into their choice of original cheeseburger or three-piece chicken strips, plus regular fries, a drink, and a sundae. <laughs> Sounds pretty good, right? hmm <laughs> Grab the full-size $7 meal deal, only at DQ. Happy tastes good.
3: Now back to Leveque and Gaz on 95.9 and 980 AM Fox Sports Radio.
1: I just uh I just happened to look up and um I saw the news say that uh, July was predicted as the hottest month on record well, was like, isn't it didn't it just happen we don't have to predict anymore just look where was, in New was. York in the world I think so I just saw oh. it up on the, the screen and it was like a heat warning you may die I'm like whoa it's not that today's a little chiller mm. than it's been uh it was it was ridiculously hot this July it like I'm, I'm not one you know me I don't usually like that's not something I complain about it's just not worth complaining about, because like, it's going to be freezing in a little while, and whatever. And he's, oh no, I'm sweating. Yeah, I know it sucks. Drink more water. Um, but it was it it limited my outdoor activities. I will tell you that. I, I will I will own up to that openly. I um, I think we now know that like, what the narrative of the NFL season is going to be. It is the year of the disgruntled running back. <laughs> that is all like all year even like running backs that we didn't think had a problem now like are like whoa wait, wait. yeah me too all right like uh, i want to also be noticed
2: you know i was going to play some dramatic soap opera music here but it looks like after the antonio brown stuff from earlier this summer we deleted that music yeah we'll just, i think that was smart on
1: our trying to delete that from my memory though i still get calls about it all the time i still get like national reporters calling me and asking me about when is that going to hit when is that going to come out he hit me today with a couple more questions whoa so um no but so disgruntled running back so we know saquon showed up he got nine hundred thousand in bonuses added signing bonus he was at uh dick's world of sports or love of sports or whatever the heck that place is called
2: i was talking to Cantera about it and doug gowdy from wgy this morning that uh we our sister station picks was out there yeah and Nobody knew Saquon was going to be there till like Friday yeah. evening when he tweeted out about it. And then, sure enough, he's there. My guess I don't know this to confirm this. My guess is they held off because they didn't know is the contract <laughs> stuff going to be a distraction? He, you know, we're going to send him to Albany where they used to be the home. And Saquon said this too to the media. Uh, he knew it was the home of training camp back in the day. They didn't want that as a distraction. So maybe that's why people didn't know till later on. I
1: don't know. I mean, it, I guess it was a crazy day all the way around, but like. I would have loved a chance to say hi to him. I think he's he's impressed me the way he's handled this. Like he is one of the people that we know did not get his value. And he's not complaining. At least, you know, not anymore to the point where we're hearing about it. Josh Jacobs ain't going ain't, ain't gonna be showing up in silver block anytime soon. Like that's that that's that ship is sailed. I don't know when he'll actually show up. Maybe maybe before the first week. Maybe not. He may hold out into the season. Um Tony Pollard's going to the Cowboys. He's been franchise tagged, but coming off an injury, it's his first year as the feature back. Ma- makes a lot of sense. Uh,
2: Brees Hall's mad with the Jets because they worked out Dalvin Cook, um, allegedly. Um, allegedly mad, tweeting subliminally yeah, and then deleting that. But okay. and he deleted Jets from his profile. And stuff. Yeah, he's he's mad. But the latest and possibly most
1: angry is Jonathan Taylor for the Colts and. I think that some of this stems from Ursae coming out and basically saying, like, you're showing bad faith. Like, we have a collective bargaining agreement. Everybody's contracts are set the same way. Now I got one position on the team coming after everybody. Now, it's bad faith. Now, I guess Taylor had already kind of started, you know, making waves that he wanted an extension and all that before that. But then that happens. Then we hear of a, a meeting between Taylor and... And Urse, and Urse's you know custom motor coach, which is parked near tr- the the training camp, goes an hour. Then Urse says, "Would well, if I die tomorrow and Taylor never plays again, the NFL goes on." And we this is it's like it's like taking this weird level of of discontent between the two of them. Then we hear there's a back problem. That, that Taylor has a back problem. He's on the physically unable to perform list right now because of ankle surgery and whatever, but he's a back problem. Sources say he's a, and they're going to non-football injury him, which means if he doesn't play all year, his contract just gets punted up a year. He, he's still in a contract. All these things are happening. And then Taylor tweets out, I don't know who your source is. I don't have a back injury. <laughs> I can't tell what the hell's going on with the Colts.
2: This got dark. For the Colts, huh? Yeah. I, and I say dark because I just imagined the agent w- listening to a radio commercial maybe, maybe reading something online. You know, like we've talked about WebMD before, and people will type in their symptoms of like, oh. hey, these three things are happening. Uh, I feel like I'm having more headaches. My toes feel numb. I'm sweating more. Oh, God, I might have this disease. Right. It's all never sudden, good. All of a sudden, the agent's like, if you're a young running back, you won't get paid. You might get franchise tagged. You might be a great player in your position. You better prepare that you're going to get undervalued. And the Jonathan Taylor agent's like, "Oh no, that's us! Ah, that's us next year!" Like he saw the future is what happened. Right. The agent was like, "Hey, you know all this talk about running backs? You're probably in trouble, Jonathan Taylor, my client. Let's let's talk about this now before this becomes the storyline of the summer of 2024." When your name is now inserted where Saquon Barkley's name and Josh Jacobs and Tony Pollard and everybody else's. All right, let's just do this. Let's go ask for more money. No? Oh, they said no to the money? All right, well, let's just say we're not coming then. Hang on. Wait, are we hurt? How are we... It felt like, I don't want to say botched because Jim Ursay is a mad tweeter and whatever goes out there. He's nuts. He's crazy. Ursay probably should have been quiet, but you could say that about a thousand things that have happened about the Colts. This is what it is with Indianapolis. He's not going to stop doing his thing. He just handed out $100 bills at training camp. He's a rich dude who wants to say what he wants and nobody's going to stop him. Right. But this is a mess. Like the whole Jonathan Taylor thing. It goes back to Saquon. There's tons of comparisons. He's really good. The team's far better with them. They've got a young quarterback that has to rely on the run game to make this team a contender, but they're not going to pay him. But he's doing his best to get paid. He's just doing it a little bit different than the three other running backs I just mentioned. I also think it's this
1: is probably the first time in a long time that Ursae's got a microphone in his face, and it's not about something stupid he's done. Like, it's you know, they want to talk football.
2: Or Andrew Luck.
1: Yeah, that's fair, too. But it's... it's It's interesting to me, because meanwhile, while this is going on with the running back position, right, which is the running back position definitely got the worst of the most recent collective bargaining agreement. That's not the ownership's fault. That's not the league's fault. That's a collectively bargained agreement. The people who are supposed to be looking out for you, who are supposed to be able to see that this was going to happen, are your people, the Players Association, the union. So you should be more angry at them than the than the owners and the league. I feel like the league is currently, or at least the owners is currently in a position, they're taking a stand on these these rework contracts. Like it happens periodically back and forth here and there, whatever. But the Raiders franchise tag, Jacobs, the Giants franchise tag, Saquon, and, and they did wiggle a little. But again, these are bonuses that were added. They're not guaranteed. By any stretch of the imagination. Everybody keeps saying, oh, you got $11 million. Oh, you ain't got none yet. Well, you got $2 million. Um, But all these things are happening. Now Zach Martin may be the best offensive lineman in football. He's definitely in the top five as a guard. He's not going to camp because he wants a raise from the Cowboys. Jerry Jones comes out and goes, he's been paid a lot. He's fine. I need to pay Michael Parsons next. Like, that's going on. Ursa coming out and go, hey, man, NFL goes on. I die tomorrow. Taylor never plays again. NFL just goes on. Like, granted, these are two of your more, we'll call them maverick owners, but it feels as though, I, dare I say, I don't want to say collusion, but like, it feels as though there's kind of been like a conversation somewhere where everybody looked at each other and went, hey, you know, if you stop giving in every five seconds, we will be okay. Well, I got to pay Justin Herbert. Well, that's your quarterback. We don't care about that. Do what you got to do.
2: It always felt like Josh Jacobs didn't want to be a Raider anymore because of how he was treated. Pollard, you mentioned the franchise. tag. I don't want to say he's just happy to be there, but it's a huge raise from what he had. And Saquon has settled. Back to the Taylor animosity and dark, hard, odd feelings here. Let's imagine wherever you work, okay? You've done really well at your job. And now the time has come a year in advance. Maybe this is your strategy negotiating contracts. You know what, boss? I had a really good year a year previous. Last year, not as good. But I feel like my future and my competitors in this field, I can do it just as good as anybody. I would like a raise. And your boss's response to you is, nobody cares if you die. (laughs) No, nobody cares if I die or you never show up again. But how do you come back from that one? Like, what's your comeback to that? Like, I'd like to be traded. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't want to work here anymore. I would have a simple no would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, or we can't do it right now. Not nobody cares if you die. So I wouldn't be shocked if Jonathan Taylor sits out actually a game on this one.
1: But the the problem is this backstory.
2: If it's true and Taylor says it's not, and right, right.
1: But if they have it, like I would imagine that they there's there's got to be copious records done of physicals, right? I mean, it's like you and I, if for health insurance purposes if you get a physical insurance companies want to know what's in there and stuff like that based on, on how you do if you went and did life insurance you a lot of times you have to go get a physical and they go through it all here's this 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 is back pain this that and the other these things show up they're listed you dispute them when they happen or you don't get to dispute them at all i imagine that when he had his physical to come back to camp this bad conversation was had however it was had like maybe maybe they go, hey, did you have um? Says on the, on the sheet that you had a back injury in in college. Yeah, does it bother you sometimes? Okay, well there's your history of back pain. What like you know what I mean? Like it's gonna be interesting to see how this one plays out because of the fact that it sounds like the Colts want to use this as the excuse to non football injury. It doesn't sound like it, this is what's being said. That if he does, in fact, have a back problem that has nothing to do with being a member of the Indianapolis Colts, they're going to non-football injure him, which means if he misses the season, the contract that he would have had this season now becomes his contract for next season. So they just,
2: oh, you don't want to play? Oh, it's your back, isn't it? We move you up. What it feels like, and it hasn't been reported yet, but it feels like back to the agent thing. Like, okay, look. A lot, running, mean, a lot of running, yeah, yeah. I think it, wait, your, go ahead. Your agent
1: recommends telling you have a back problem. Yes, and then it backfires
2: on you. That's yeah. what happened. That is what happened. The agent said, "Look, man, uh training camp. You don't have to go. Right? Like, look, these other running backs aren't going. Let's say you're hurt because we got to make sure you're not getting too many carries. You're not going to get hit. You're not going to get hurt. Twenty twenty-four. Your contract's going to be up. We're looking for a new one. You know this whole training camp thing. Aren't you a little injured? Yeah, my my ankle hurts. No, no, no. I think your back does too. Right." Let's just sit down a little bit, okay? Here's what we'll do. We'll keep it under wraps. We'll say you're injured. We'll stay away from camp. Nobody's going to criticize you like these other running backs. And then at some point, you'll come back. Then the contract thing comes out. Then the back thing is like, how's that back feeling? You know, actually, I think it doesn't hurt that bad now that you met. That's what well, happened. That is what why happened. Why not just do the ankle then? Because we know the ankle's hurt. Say the ankle's
1: still not right. And and, and so I guess maybe they, they think that would hurt trade
2: value. They think the back was in a... Like a playful like card up their sleeve, like somewhere Kawhi Leonard and Ben Simmons are like should have called us. Yeah. We could have helped you on this one.
1: Well, I, hundred percent, if this was like a strategy move from the agent, I'm only a new agent. I'm only a new agent right now. I just, I guess, unless you thought the ankle injury would have lessened your value on the trade market, and this back thing was just a cute little playful, like ooh. Because it's hard to prove somebody... Soft tissue injuries don't necessarily show up. You know what I mean? So it's hard to prove I don't have back pain. It's hard to prove I do. Just watch me walk. But like, I don't know. This whole thing just feels... I always felt like the Giants and Saquon would get it right because Saquon is who he is. Now, we could go through all this again next year. They have every right to franchise tag him again for about $12 next year. Uh, So maybe it happens again. But I always felt like we would see Saquon play He'd be there before the season started, at least. It was even sooner than I thought. Uh, Jacobs, Josh Jacobs is a a man who his principles are telling him he's not going to play. So I don't know when you'll see him. I don't know if that, I don't know how that works. Uh, Tony Pollard, you you see, um, you know, so on and so forth. As you go through these guys, Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler complains every year about something. So I assume he's still going to be fine. He's still going to play. He's just going to complain the whole time. This one I don't know what happens. You you laid it out. If the Colts are going to be successful, they need him. If if he wants to play football, it's going to be for the Colts. I, I don't know how this ends. Uh, like, does he get traded? What happens?
2: This is going to be an odd question. It's going to be a fun one too. If you're a running back, do you root for or against the success of running backs? And th- and let me add to that quickly though. And I'll give you an example. Right. So right now, there's a report coming out of Seattle that both. Kenneth Walker III in the second round draft pick, former Michigan Wolverine, former UCLA Bruins, Zach Charbonnet are both injured. Right. How much time they're going to miss hasn't been reported, but they are not 100%. They're injured. So someone has to carry the football in Seattle. It's not Marshawn Lynch. So let's say this third string running back does well. Every running back's like, no, not him. Right. Like we need McCaffrey and Henry and Zeke and all these guys who the points are the higher paid running backs to do well. You don't want basically your market to be undercut by the price by its set. So it goes to any other job too, right? I don't want to use radio as an example of this, but it's what you and I do for a living. Like At times, if you have somebody who's super young doing radio and they're like, hey, we can just stick a young guy in there and not pay him that much. Uh Uh-oh, is that an option? Let's keep doing that with all of this. Like salespeople, insurance, Like there are a ton of jobs where it's like, hey, if this is the new, I don't know, uh, baseline of pay... That someone will do the job for, that's just smart business. We're gonna pay them that and hope we are fine as a business. Every running back in my I'll answer my question first before I let you. The answer is they're rooting against all the running backs who are low paid. Because examples like this hurt running backs, not help yeah. running backs. You're yeah, well you're you're
1: rooting you I think you're rooting for anybody who proves you can't win without them at the running back position. Because as of right now, if I've got a great quarterback, I can win a championship. And that's that's the prevailing wisdom. That's what we've seen. You know, the backfield for Tom Brady. Corey Dillon only got respect because he was clock-killing Corey Dillon. Like, he was the guy that they would run the clock out with him before Brady was was the full-blown, you know, goat.
2: Um well, let's do this. Ryan Tannehill. They were a number one seed two years ago. Was it wasn't because of Tannehill? It's because of Derrick Henry. Right. Like that was. A, and what it, happened to them? They didn't, They haven't been to the Super Bowl. Philadelphia Eagles. are sure, the best running team in football. However, their running back room was making about
1: three million total. So let's say this year, Philadelphia goes back out there. They've you know the says All these guys are, they've flipped over some guys, and the running the running game goes down significantly. Okay, now you got an argument for how valuable the running back is. Kansas City, but yeah, like all these guys, they they're almost interchangeable. It's it's going to be one of those things where you're going to need a team. You're going to need the Baltimore Ravens. What was it, 2000? You need that team, like that that back in the day where Trent Dilfer could be your quarterback in the back nine of his career, and you're going to win a Super Bowl. And you know, have to be a regular occurrence.
2: There is something, though, to be said about offenses in the running back position. And the Ravens is a great team to highlight here. Not so much the deal for years, but now. Because this doesn't get mentioned enough. That Some of the reasons why the running backs, Taylor and Barkley, and if you're, whatever, you're a fan of a team, a lot of the reasons why they aren't getting paid is because of the quarterback. Not because of the value of the quarterback, of how much they're actually getting paid and how much an impact it has on a franchise, but... A lot of these dudes can move out of the pocket right. now. They can run, too. Right? Like, if you're Lamar Jackson, it's a third and six. You're like, okay, I'm uh, I'm hardball here. What do I want to do here on this third and six? I can Give the ball to Dobbins. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Lamar could just run to the right and beat this linebacker for the first down. Yeah, I, I like that option. I like, You know, there's a lot of quarterbacks. These third and sixes, these second and nines, they might not be designed runs, But an offensive coordinator is going to be, look out, Jalen Hurts, right, for Philly. Same thing. You just mentioned that the backfield got blown up in Philly. A lot of these quarterbacks can move. So the running game or running threat is your QB, too. Well, all right. Even
1: different than that, but the same point, New England. The years that they had running back by committee or whatever it was, the running game was Tom Brady throwing three yards down the field to Wes Welker or Julian Edelman or, or Gronkowski, letting that turn into a seven, eight, nine, ten 10-yard run because the quick dump pass. Just quick. Just get rid of it. It's the same. It took almost as long as it did to hand the football off. That became the running game in New England. So does it shock me that, you know, McDaniel's now in Vegas doesn't value the running back position as much as his running back would like it to be valued? Doesn't shock me at all. It's copycat league. You need, probably the worst thing that could happen to you is what's going on in Seattle if you're a running back. Because that's a team that I, I really, really believe was going to showcase those two backs this year. Because when you've got Kenny Walker third and Charbonnet, that's a backfield heavy. Like, you're going, like, you're doing some stuff with that. Like, Geno Smith's going to be dumping some passes off to Charbonnet and things of that nature. So, to have those both of those, now it's DJ Dallas
2: is going to be out there. Who's...
1: Hey, DJ Dallas has had a couple games.
2: He's had some carries. They aren't expected to miss any regular season action, but if you're one of these people who draft your fantasy football teams early, and we've got some cool fantasy football talk coming up here in August, just don't draft your team early. Okay? Yeah, we'll, we'll, give all, you right. we'll give you ways we you ways and places to draft your fantasy football teams this summer. Just I would hold on. I would rather draft
1: two teams at once, like the week before the season kicks off, than draft early so that I didn't have like a log jam. I actually kind of enjoy drafting multiple teams at once. It's weird. I like it. It's, it's just my, I just, I don't take the Adderall that day for the, for the ADHD. <laughs> and I just, I just live in different worlds all at once. Um, yeah. It's, it's going to be, I think, I think disgruntled running back is when we look back, this season will be the season of the disgruntled running back. And maybe next season and the season of, how long is the CBA? How long is the collected bargaining <laughs> agreement good for. I think it's ten years, right? So a no good six, seven years of that before it gets fixed. Uh it is Levac and Gaz, and um I would like to know how you've had your own vehicle
2: as frequently as you have.
1: I don't yeah, I refuse right. to believe that you put your foot down
2: guys especially dads out there here's how you do it here's how you get the vehicle that you love if you love the pilot and if you don't know how great the pilot is get over to mohawk Honda. i know shout out to my guy cam mckenna recommended it to me said guys this is the vehicle for you with your family expanding great mileage great room everything you need thanks to mohawk honda i love my pilot now how do i have this vehicle i put it in an extra car seat so now the car seat excuse of like (laughs) well i have to take your car because it has two car seats I switched it. Now there's two car seats in both vehicles. She can have the boys this summer, and I continue to come home. I can do car seat, okay? Room for the car seat. Kids are safe and more. I've got the pilot. I'm driving around the capital region. Me, they, me, you hear that? Me. My vehicle, young son, who says that's mommy's vehicle. No, it's not your mom's. I love my pilot, best vehicle I had in my life. Do yourself a favor this summer. The deals are hot right now at Mohawk Honda. We love our crew over there. Shout out to John in service, Greg Johnson, and more. I saw they had a really. I saw this event on social media that everybody there is the family at Mohawk Honda. They all went out and grabbed dinner together, spending time together. People that you want to work with. You can feel how tight it is in that building, and it's people that you can trust during the car experience. It's Mohawk Honda where they always go out of their way to please you. They'd be proud of me, Levac, that I'm driving my own pilot around.
1: I'm kind of proud of you. Not not huge proud of you.
2: Uh, There are playoffs starting this
1: weekend. Does anybody in the Capital Region care? Coming up next, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 9.80. Above and Beyond Fire Safety Security reminds you that summer
0: is the time for grilling, camping, and picnics. But summer is also the time for increased injuries and fires. Keep grills away from anything that can burn and never leave them unattended. If tenting, buy one that is flame-retardant and pitch them far away from your campfire. To extinguish a fire, pour water over it or cover it with dirt. Stay safe this summer. Above and Beyond Fire helping you stay safe for all your fire protection needs. From extinguishers to sprinklers and alarms, we have you covered. Burke Mechanical Systems, a local family-owned, carrier-authorized dealer with over 35 years' experience. They specialize in high-efficiency gas furnaces, boilers, air conditioning, air source heat pumps, and geothermal. With an A-plus rating with a BBB, Burke Mechanical Systems is both an authorized New York State clean heat and NYSERDA participating contractor. Ask about their AC tune-ups, free estimates on replacements, financing, and same-day service. Turn to the experts, call Burke Mechanical Systems, 518-465-7524, or check out their website at HVAC.com. H2O Express reminds you that fresh, good-tasting
3: water is a true life source, but the nation's water supply is often abused. Take some time today to learn about water quality and the vital role it plays. Water, whether you drink eight glasses a day or just one, you can't live without it. This message is brought to you by your friends at H2O Express. They fill pools, hot tubs, ponds, and any other commercial or residential application. Serving the Capital Region for over 20 years, online at h2oexpress.co. Call them at 518-791-248. Announcing lifetime
0: engine warranties only at GT Toys, Toys with a Z. Hi folks, Greg Goldstein from GT Toys, and you heard it right. Every brand new 2023 and prior model year, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Articap Motorsport will have a lifetime engine warranty for absolutely no additional charge. You've been planning on getting a jet ski, ATV, motorcycle, snowmobile, or side-by-side this year. We have literally hundreds of them in stock for immediate delivery. The very best selection we've had in years, and the deals are unbelievable. That's why we sell more than any other dealer in upstate New York. Motorsports in every size and shape you could ever want or need. And now you get a lifetime engine warranty only at GT Toys. GT Toys Motorsports and Marine. Located on Route 9 in Clifton Park. Two buildings south of Walmart. And don't forget we're open 24-7 at gttoys.com. Toys with a Z. Key dealer for eligibility and full If this were a Reese's TV ad, you'd be staring at a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? (laughs) Okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's.
2: Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 Reese's are wonderful LeVac we appreciate oh. them being a part of the show but we also appreciate our friends at C4 I got my day started with a C4 the fruit punch I almost texted him like man Monday mornings when you're struggling to get up get C4 into your system And I've been feeling it all day long I've been excited I got that energy going it gets get me through the day that's the ultimate day. energy, oh, the ultimate so energy right
1: there and I, I um I ran out the door I was late and guess what I forgot to grab out of the fridge Ooh. so I'm gonna have to run over to Speedway as soon as I can and get myself some smart energy or some ultimate energy. Um, definitely don't think there's any chance I forget it on Thursday when we go toe to toe to toe to toe against Queen and Cantara at PIX106 in the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge.
2: I was going to do a drum roll here with my mouth and then hitting the table, but I'm not going to because I don't want to break anything. But Please don't. But that... O- that trophy out there. Awards by Walsh Award, has outdone themselves. Outdone. Awards by Walsh. If you need a trophy, whatever it is, we're just talking fantasy football a little bit, whether it's fantasy football, whether it's a kickball league, whether it's little. Awards by Walsh. If that's what they can get for us, C4 Bankroll Challenge against picks, yes. I can't wait to see what they can do for you here in the capital region.
1: So for all your, your pick-me-up, your C4 smart and ultimate energy needs, you're going to Speedway for your trophies, your celebrations, you're going to awards by Walsh. It's that simple and that easy, my friends. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> there it is. Oh. Uh, it, it When you were done with school, actually, you know what? The first time you and I worked together. How long did it take you after like when things would go by? That you weren't like, wait, why am I not doing this? Like, why am I not... Like, like um radio row for the Super Bowl. Like, Didn't you, like, for me, the first year after I was out, I was like, why am I home?
2: It's the month of August. Because I actually have this conversation with my dad over the weekend. August 1st used to always be Pop Warner football. Like, that was the day it started. And so many Augusts in my life were... Training camps and practicing for football and working out and everything else. I'm like, ooh, what do people do in August? Like, how do these. I get what you're saying, Leveque. There are certain things in your life you become so accustomed to. Maybe you've recently retired and you're used to going to your job. Maybe you're an empty nester parent and you're used to your kids being around. I get it. Like, there is a lifestyle transition, whether it's professionally or socially, that happens. And it happened for you and I. Yes, it definitely has.
1: I'm having that feeling this week hmm. because. For the last two years, this week, I'm preparing to host a playoff game. For the last two years, I'm then preparing to host a championship game. And the fact that I'm not doing either, and that the Albany Empire are not in the NAL playoffs, is driving me a little insane. The one thing I will say is it's offered me a little clarity and perspective on how messed up this league is. (laughs) Because hold on you got playoffs this weekend so this saturday is the playoffs so for the people who love the players of the albany empire before things happened the guys are playing on these teams like especially the matchup between the predators and the sharks so like the predators darius prince dwayne hollis uh brandon c say nick hay just name a few over on the Sharks, Sam Castronova, Markel Wade, you know, on, on, Like, there's, the guys are there. And I wanted to get really fired up, and then I was like, guys, tell me if this is too extreme. What kind of stupid league has two playoff games at the exact same time when they only have two playoff games? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Both Why? games are 7 o'clock Saturday night. Uh-huh. So you've got the gunslingers taking on the Cobras. There's a lot of gunslingers that are former, you know, members of the Empire Cobras. I think there's one or two. It's not a lot, but local businessman John Kane's part owner of that team. You know, maybe a reason to pay attention. Then you've got Predators Sharks in Jacksonville. They're both seven o'clock Saturday night. Like, why would you? Why would you put them on the exact same?
2: You only have two playoff games for the championship, and you put them on the same time. My guess would be arena availability. But I thought that stuff's figured out weeks today in advance. Though. It's not right.
1: today. so you could kick one of three. Nobody wants to do that because they want to. Each owner wants the
2: the ticket revenue. So well, kick one answer. at
1: three, kick one on Sunday, kick one...
2: There's your answer right there. They both wanted the ticket revenue. They won the Saturday night game. They didn't want to concede the point. Once you have been a Friday, row, How about 6.30, 8.30 or something like that? East Coast, West Coast, something like that, yeah. Uh-huh. San Antonio's in the Texas time zone, well, right? Well,
1: no, so it's, uh, the games are in Carolina and Jacksonville. That's all right, push
2: it back an hour. Something. I mean, do something. That just
1: doesn't make any... Like, if you're... A, I don't know, man. These kind of things... These are the kind of reasons that I'm not. I I'm mad because I'm not there to tell it to yell at people in the league meetings, but I'm
2: also happy that I don't have to deal with it. Is there a bye week in between uh, this histori- year? Again? I don't know
1: right now, but historically, yeah, there's a bye week and then they, and then there's the, the the championship.
2: I'm trying to figure this out too. I wonder if it's more frequent than you and I realize. Of if you're rooting for a certain team in a certain league, and once your team gets bumped out, you're not following it as much, like. You and I, when our teams aren't in it, we do this for a living. So, of course, we're going to follow the action, whether or not our favorite teams are in it or not. This one, man, I'll just be straight up with you. I have not been as invested yeah. in the NAL post-Albany Empire. And I think a lot of that does have to do with not, not the players we've covered before. It has a lot to do with the, hey, uh, the AFL is going to steal some of these cities. So this feels like a swan song for the NAL overall as a league. They, <laughs> How often does that happen where it's like, Hey, our league's gonna fold here, but make sure you come. They allegedly are bases. adding teams. I don't, to I don't. buy it. The NAL? Yeah. Where?
1: Apparently, other leagues are going away or whatever. I don't All know. Right. It's a weird. It's a weird time in the uh, the world of arena football. I would feel. I'll put. It, I'll put it like this. You've heard me say I. I feel strongly that there will be an Albany franchise playing arena football next year. It will not be in the NAL. It's, I just, if it's in the NAL, it, I would be shocked. I would be absolutely shocked.
2: We can call this uh, CM Punk, if you want, for AEW fans. We can call this, for boxing fans, a lineal champion. So that phrase, right, you've had the title, but no one's beaten you for the title. Yeah. This still kind of feels like the Empire of the Champions. And that's not a, that is not an Albany, I swear, that's not an Albany biased answer. Nobody knocked out the Empire in the postseason. No. The Empire didn't finish their season. No. They get beaten in the championship game. It feels like a lineal... Injury, like injury. Like, hey, we got injured. We couldn't defend so, our championship.
1: And and to be honest with you, Jacksonville's going to win this whole thing. And it's it's only because it's only because Sam Castronova needed a team to play on. If if Sammy Supernova Castronova didn't get chased out of Albany by Antonio Cl- Brown Clown Brown, then Jacksonville's losing. If wherever he went, they were going to win. That's that's all there was to it. Originally I thought he would go with the other guys down to Orlando, then Orlando would be fighting for the win. But he's he chose Jacksonville. And good for him. It was because it was, it, it worked out perfectly for his family. Love that guy. Salt to the earth. And now Jacksonville's gonna win it all. And and Marco Wade's amazing too, but this is <laughs> this is why he's they're gonna win. It's because of the Empire players. The reason that, you know, Orlando's there. The Empire players, and, and Damon Ware, when they listen to him about the offense, Hercule Walls is taking a different approach since clinching, clinching the playoff spot. You didn't hear that from me. But it sucks because we. I do feel love for them. But it, by your logic, that would mean that the Albany Empire are the reigning champions of the
2: AFL and the NAL. in my opinion. I don't think that's wrong. You know, like, I don't know a lot of examples in the history of my life as a sports fan where somebody won a championship and then they just – weren't around to defend it or the league itself was different or they just left mid season. I guess the XFL sort of is the, but like the XFL came back, but not as the same, I guess the first, I'm talking like the WWE version of the XFL version yeah. one version two, didn't have a champion. And then version three did. So sure. Maybe that's the only one that pops up to me quickly, but it feels well, it was the
1: like, LA extreme one, the first one. I thought, right? Yes. Yeah. Cause Tommy, Tommy Maddox, Maddox yep. look at that. He was the, uh, He was the XFL MVP.
2: Use that on your immaculate grids. (laughs) I was bad
1: today. I was so mad. I didn't even want to touch it today. I screwed up once and it blew up my entire grid. It blew up my entire grid.
2: I'm still mad about the Blue Jay one a few days ago.
1: It's amazing when they, like, there's certain, there's certain trades, even though the guy hasn't played for the team yet, that they respect. And then there's other ones that don't, they must just not have updated yet because Marcus Peters is a Raider, okay? Enough. <laughs> you know, I didn't think I was Anybody who hasn't done a Mac grid yet, you got to do it. It's addictive.
2: I know we're up against it here. Real quick, though. This, like the Empire, they won the AFL, Arena Football League. They won the NAL. Mm-hmm. And Twice. And th- a lot of other, maybe this is an apples and origins comparison, but the Valley Cats are still doing decent attendance. Like, oh, yeah. But the Valley Cats went from an affiliated baseball team to the Frontier League, and a lot of stuff changed. Yep. And they're doing well. And I know Kumar Rocker helped a lot of it, too, and the kids' stuff. That's the weird part about trying to figure this out as a capital region sports fan, you're home, you're the voice of the capital region sports fan right here 959980. 9, it felt like their league changing didn't have a huge impact on attendance. Again, COVID factored in for them too. I think it too. changed, I think it changed It, made it change, but, the, but
1: the one thing I will say about the Valley Cats, so when you when you kind of own your building, you can do different things, like you can do different ticket promotions, things of that nature. But on top of that, like I don't know anybody who does like obviously they're not the Savannah Bananas, but I don't know anybody who does the show beyond the game itself better than the Valley Cats. They've got the 50 mascots, fireworks, great food, bounce houses for the kids. Like the Valley Cats do it right. Like they if I had a staff of 20 more people, I might be able to do half the things they do. And they just they just make it look easy. They I will never disrespect the Valley Cats. Because of now having to run a game, I'm like, holy caca, how do you do that? How do you do the things you do? Oh, I'll disrespect them because it's fun, and it means that they'll call me and we'll talk and jaw, because that's always fun to do. But, but yeah, no, they, there's, they do an amazing job. Like People go just for the fireworks. I guarantee you there's people who go there to ring a bell and watch fireworks who have no idea who's playing. <laughs> 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 Those Valley uh, Dog things, they're great. I oh, love for them. sure. They have no idea who the opponents are. No way. Right. Um, I will tell you that maybe, maybe just maybe if I had the full-time services of Elevation 10,000, I could elevate all the brands. I could do all the things. Here's the situation that you're looking at right now. You're thinking to yourself, I just can't get over this hurdle or I'm getting started and I can't, I don't have the business. I don't know exactly what I need. There's things out there. People are always telling me I need to do more and I don't know what to do to get my brand, my business out there. Simple. Elevation10k.com. Elevation 10,000. Elevate your brand today.
2: Sometimes for some businesses, social media and digital marketing is not a strength. Elevation 10,000 can show you what they can do for you on social media, on your website, and more. It's fun. Even a simple video like you and I saw earlier this month with Christian, came in here, talked about it. But the video post goes out on Instagram, so people who maybe didn't listen to our show live that day... Find out about the interview. Find out what that's all about. That's the digital marketing. Hitting an audience that you might, as a small business owner or even a big business owner, may not know that's out there that can help you elevate your brand and elevate your business.
1: And they'll use that to target the perfect customers for you and a whole lot more. Elevate your brand today with Elevation 10,000. Top 4 4 is next right here. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Hi, I'm Kyle
2: at Blindster.com, and I sell custom... Oh, oh, okay.
1: No, it's time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. Top 4 4 is brought to you by our good friends at Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you.
2: This one's coming from the New York Post, but it does not involve a New York sports team. It involves what could be happening in the NBA's future. Andrew Martian... I still can't believe he's a media reporter now and not the Yankee guy when we used to talk to him, But Or is it Marshawn? Has he changed his name to Marshawn? Andrew Marshawn is reporting that Mark Jackson is no longer part of the ESPN NBA broadcast team. Mark Jackson, along with Jeff Van Gundy, are no longer a part of the team that has covered the ESPN. We'll call it the A-team, the Team 1 team. According to reports, ESPN is now changing that broadcast team to Mike Breen, Doc Rivers and Doris Burke. LeVac, let's play this game. Of these three former head coaches, Doc Rivers, Mark Jackson, and Jeff Van Gundy, 0.5 over-under of those three combined being a head coach in the NBA again.
1: Oh, I'm gonna little under. I, Jeff Van Gundy's name pops up all the time, but I don't feel like there's really interest there. Like, what not it more likely they just lob on to like a DraftKings or a Yahoo or or Fint. Some other like new market that's doing hoop talk and go go there because again, didn't... Jeff Van Gundy, was it before before Tom Thibodeau was was hired? He was rumored to be in the running for a couple different jobs and you just got the vibe when he talked that it was just like nah, I'm good. I don't need to hang on to Alonzo Morning's leg ever again. I'm okay.
2: Every coach it feels like wants to coach. Yes, there's the I've had uh, a writer I used to work with call the nomadic lifestyle. That once you hit a certain age, you're like, you know, maybe I don't want to travel city to city and move my family every single time. Maybe the coaching lifestyle is not for me and the inconsistency of being in a certain spot. I'm going to go over. And I believe it's Mark Jackson of the three. Doc Rivers is heading. Hard career to evaluate. I know he got the championship in Boston, but you really look at the hype that was around Doc Rivers. Every franchise that he was let go by thought they could be better than where they finished. Clippers in that mix, Philadelphia in that mix, of course. So he may have topped out as a coach in this whole league. Jeff Van Gundy, you mentioned a lot of stuff. It's been a minute. It's been a while since Jeff Van Gundy was out there, and I'm sure he made a fine living doing what he did. He could either retire now, or I love the idea... Maybe just find a different outlet to do whatever. He can do a bunch of different stuff. He's been there. He's done that. Mark Jackson feels like he has stuff to prove because the Warriors got so much better the minute he was fired and Steve Kerr was hired. I don't think Steve Kerr is the greatest NBA coach of all time, and some people are going to put him in that discussion because he's got four championships. There's not a lot of coaches in the history of the NBA who have four coaches who won NBA titles four times. And I know Luke Walton coach like half the season one of those years. But Jackson feels like he has something to prove and that means something. So, I would say at some point he wants to get back and an NBA team might try to give it a shot. The only thing is you know kind
1: of the point you brought up, like he was there are some people who credit him with the development of Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, but not the coaching of the Warriors. Is there enough is there enough demand for him? I don't know. I don't why would I give isn't the next cycle up? Like it feels like that would be like you know bringing back Dick Vermeil a hundred years later and, and all those like the, you've seen this where these guys like there's there's more available coaches out there now. Why am I? Why would I go
2: Mark Jackson now? If this was baseball and football, he'd be hired in a second. I think of Hall of Fame managers mm-hmm. like Tony La Russa and Joe Torre when a franchise was young. They'd bring that team in almost push them over the top. Like La Russa and Torre would be the team that would win the championship. We see that a lot in baseball over now 30-plus years of doing that. The NFL, man, you kind of smell like Sean McVay. Were you around him? <laughs> Hire him. Wait a second. You were in the same right, room right. as Bill Belichick. Hire him. Right. So other leagues, Mark Jackson would have been hired four years ago, even if he was associated with those players. Not the same thing in the NBA. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't think any of them are back.
2: Story number three involves injuries again in NFL training camps. The Denver Broncos fear that, Tim Patrick, the wide receiver, has torn his Achilles tendon. Remember, that's the same Tim Patrick who last year missed the entire season with a torn right ACL. If you're a Seattle Seahawk fan, not one but two running backs have been injured. Kenneth Walker, the third, the offensive rookie of the year for the AP. Uh, let me take that back. Second. In that voting, Garrett Wilson won that award. Thank you, Jet fans. I'll be careful. Walker second in the voting last year. He was injured along with Zach Charbonnet, the second round pick out of UCLA. Both of those players considered week to week. No reports speculating that either player will miss any time. LeVac continues to add up. Uh, let me add one other one. The Colts, with all the issues going on involving Jonathan Taylor, is report coming from Colts camp that Zach Moss broke his arm and he's out for about a oh. month and a half. Is it just that training camp is difficult? Is it just a bad year? It feels like over the last week, star player after star player has been dominating the headlines here in the summer about injuries in camp. I feel like this
1: happens. We just don't always get it as quickly. It might just be information highway, it's super highway being better than it ever was. The Zach Moss thing is gonna be interesting because that peppers into that Jonathan Taylor conversation we were having earlier. Like there's even there's even less for you to do. Um, the Tim Patrick one the reason that like my eyebrow raised on that one, I didn't even realize he was a starting wide receiver because they've got Jerry Judy Cortland Sutton, uh, KJ Hamler's hurt too but like they've got guys that Tim Patrick like I don't think of as being their third guy on the field he is or would be if he was healthy. So maybe there's two things that have gone wrong for for the Broncos recently. Patrick and Champagne get his foot stuck in his mouth. Aaron Rodgers let him off.
2: Wild. I mean, week it. five. Called him insecure. Keep your coach's name out of your mouth. Keep my coach's name out of your mouth. Nailed it just like Will Smith, right? Just <laughs> was perfectly done by me. Just, I, it, I was it, impressed. I feel it's just like a slow summer in the NFL where we remember we have less preseason games. We've got camp is supposed to be less active. Like, you compare training camp of the NFL to 10 years ago and 20 years ago, it's a whole different feel at camp. The fact these injuries are happening, it probably is about the same. I don't have yeah. the math to tell me that this is any different than any other year in the last 10 years. And that's mentioned, it's like,
1: a lot of these guys, when they get hurt, like a broken arm is different. Well, some of these injuries, it's just like, yeah, we're going to shut you down because it's not important right now. Go to Muscle Beach, go ride the bike, go, go stretch, and then we'll see you next week. Oh, you're not ready for next week? You'll be ready for week one? Oh, hell yeah. Okay, cool. We'll see you then.
2: In like two weeks, when two to three weeks when these NFL preseason games get started, and people are going to be like, oh, can you believe so-and-so got hurt? Yeah, I can. Like, this happens every <laughs> summer. I, I don't even want to say a name. You got to want to jinx them, but this is a part of it. Like, we've gone through a bunch of summers with players getting hurt. The difference is how close the NFL is, division-wise, how these impacts. Fantasy. People love fantasy football. And all these players are offensive guys we're talking about. Rather than defensive remember, guys. Remember yeah. the
1: year the Eagles just like stockpiled quarterbacks, and then every time somebody got hurt, they're like, "Oh, you need Sam Bradford? That's going to be a million, cajillion dollars and picks." And then, "Oh, you need this guy? Well, that's good. like
2: they just stockpiled. Carson Piled. Wentz, yes, oh, yes, yes it's all
1: yours. How what? about
2: how about Kevin Cobb? He's not on your roster <laughs> now. He is. We've <laughs> kidnapped Kevin Cobb. He's back. How on about our team. Donovan McNabb? He's not playing anymore. We have him in a jersey in the back. He's ready to go. I thought you were going to make a weight joke there about McDonald's. Oh, Why would I do that? Dude, can't wait to eat. Sorry. Story number two, it's baseball action involving <laughs> non-New York teams. Phillies and Marlins 640 start there in a battle between two NL East teams that are battling for a playoff spot. How about the Orioles and Blue Jays in an AL East matchup at seven oh seven in Canada? Keep an eye on Angels Braves tonight. That's a little tease for later in the show coming up there. Those are the matchups. Oh, also Diamondbacks, Giants, a late start, 945 action in there. And I mentioned the non-New York teams. Red Sox, Mariners, 940 first pitch there. A lot of action across the baseball landscape tonight. LeVac, it's hard to almost evaluate some of these rosters with the deadline looming. I don't want to give people a pass, but be a little careful, I think is the storyline tonight. Dive into those rosters and pitching matchups because some teams might be holding players out and being like, uh, you know what? Hang on a second. Come out of that lineup. Come out real I would be careful if you want to invest in games tonight because the lineup you thought you might get and the pitchers you might get might not be that team because it is July thirty first. A little you feel that same theme tonight? Be careful what you're watching because you might not think it's the real lineup you're wagering on.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely if if there was ever a night to take a backseat from wagering on baseball or maybe just go totals, it's probably tonight in in because you never know. Like you, even when the Mets traded Robertson, if there wasn't a rain delay, he would have pitched in that game. But because there was a rain delay, it was like, "Hey, buddy, we finished it. Tees are crossed, eyes are dotted. Grab your bag, You out of here." So yeah, I would definitely. that's a, it's a, it's a smart old uh, smart call from old Gazi Bear right there.
2: And story number one: it's reigns Yankees tonight, seven oh five. First pitch set in the Bronx. Rays trying to get back atop the AL East. The Yankees trying to find their footing here in the wild card chase. Another important matchup. We've said it for, what, two weeks now, LeVac, how important these games are for a Yankee team battling playoff team after playoff team to show what they can do. But the difference between this game in comparison to the games we've talked about all throughout the month of July, is Aaron Judge is in the lineup? Question mark. (laughs) I like, yeah, you get that
1: high pitch at the end. Uh He is. He is slated to be DH and bat second tonight against Tampa and that's he, here's here's the deal if you are a Yankee fan if you believe your team can take the wild card and possibly make a run you only believe that if Aaron Judge is playing the majority of the rest of the season like obviously he's gonna get nights off like that last night I know people people are super butthurt about him getting a night off after being out for as long as he was I don't have a problem with it you know I'd rather he took nights off now and didn't miss one down the stretch, like as, as as we're getting to, but this is a night where he's in the lineup. Looked like he figured out everything he was doing wrong from Friday night to Saturday night. That's still in his head. Him and Tyler Glass go after a little bit. Tyler Glass, I don't know if you remember this. He's a guy that may or may not tip pitches and may or may not have been the victim of, a, of of a Yankee roster taken to school over that a couple a year ago. We'll see how it goes. But Herman on the mound need him to be good with the way Severino's pitching judging the lineup,
2: let's go you know I despise the Tampa Bay Rays I don't yes. like them, I don't like the Rays because of their style of baseball, Baseball has done everything to make this sport more entertaining Tampa, I've used this comparison before, they're the Virginia basketball of the league, they slow everything down they're not a fun team to watch and not even in the fantasy side, I've brought up fantasy like four times today, but it keeps coming up here, they don't even have those big time, uh, Randy Rosarine is awesome but besides that, I don't like seeing the Rays there. But because of how the American League sits right now, I want to say Baltimore. Like, I don't, want, I, I don't want to even speak it into existence, but it just slipped out that I think Baltimore is the best team in the American League. And it feels like that, but Tampa was the contender. Texas has been so active. Minnesota stinks. What I want to have happen is Tampa to be awful, too. I want everybody in the American League East all of a to get bad so I can come confidently on the air and tell you my Baltimore Orioles are the best team in the American League. Tampa has been more consistent year after year, but I would love the Yankees to pound Tampa tonight. I want something big to happen for the pinstripes tonight so I can feel more confident in my Orioles. It's all about me, not about the players, not about you. How do I feel about Yankees' race and how can it benefit my team?
1: It is interesting that you guys have the same amount of wins. 64 64, but you have three less losses right now for a game and a half lead over Tampa Bay. It's 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 fun, it's fun to watch. I wish we were in it. I wish the Yankees were just a little bit better. I wish we were in it. Maybe, maybe this week, maybe we'll catch
2: up. I was talking about me, me, how to benefit me. How about her? Take care of her in your life, whether it's the girlfriend, whether it's the fiance, the wife, Lily and David Feindulers. Today is the last day. So if you're in your car right now, you're driving around the capital region, stop over to the shops of Wilton. Turn around right now. If you're in traffic, today's the day. Enter to win one and a half carat lab-grown diamond thanks to Lily and David Fine Jewelers. That's right. No purchase is necessary. All you have to do is head into the store, say, hey, I heard LeVac and Goss talking about this contest I could enter, the summer love giveaway. You put your name in. Again, no purchase necessary. Your chance to win it for her one and a half carat lab-grown diamond thanks to Lillian David Jewelers, family-owned and operated business. I know from experience, that's where I bought my engagement ring. My wife still gets compliments on it. To this day, I took advantage of the two-for-one wedding band sale. Our guy, Matt Woods, he's getting married in September. He headed over to Lillian David Jewelers. He finally listened oh, to our advice. not we? We, got, we do. We're going to have a lot of fun at that wedding. So if you're getting married this summer or the fall, whatever it might be, Alyssa, David, G, Tammy, the entire crew can help you find exactly what she's looking for. It's Lily and David Fine. Julie, when you stop in, stop in today. Win it for her. One and a half carat, lab growing diamond, Levacnias. Well, 95, 9, 980. That's where you heard it from, right? Get it. Get it.
3: Stream the biggest blockbusters this summer with popcorn summer movies on Pluto TV. Indulge in hilarious rom coms like The Backup Plan. Or delve into award-winning dramas like *Forest Gump and Minari with thousands of other free movies. Pluto TV has something for everyone. Available on live TV and on demand. Download Pluto TV on all your favorite devices and start streaming now. Can we make 10,000 thread count sheets? For Lens Linens, if staying in count the count comfort zone is never an option. thread count we could possibly thread. An industrial seamstress would Robert make their curious. sweet dreams come true. I want it to feel like you're on a snowflake, on cotton candy, on marshmallows, on a cloud. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Wendy's BOGO $1 deal is back at participating Wendy's. Buy a Dave's single, spicy chicken sandwich, 10-piece nugs, or medium frosty, and get another for $1. Double your deliciousness. Hurry, this BOGO deal won't last.
3: Will they find a home? Sponsored by GEICO. Susan has always wanted to live in a chateau. I like a certain je ne sais quoi. While Jake is more into the Cape Cod style home.
2: It's a classic look.
3: Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with GEICO. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Susan and Jake found a Cape Cod style home where they will only speak French.
2: Bonjour, je t'aime, uh, merci beaucoup, and uh, cordon bleu.
3: You'll get better with time. Bundling without compromise at GEICO.com. Can we make 10,000 thread count sheets? For Len's Linens, staying 10, in the 10, comfort 10, zone 10, is never an option. The maximum thread count we could possibly thread? An industrial seamstress would make their sweet dreams come true. I want it to feel like you're on a snowflake, on cotton candy, on marshmallows, on a cloud. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
1: The Asphalt Doctor reminds you that the Leather Stocking Honor Flight is a nonprofit organization that honors American veterans. Their mission is to transport veterans to Washington, D.C. to visit their memorials at no cost to them. Local flights originate from Albany Airport. Your donations help. Go to LeatherStockingHonorFlight.org. Presented by the Asphalt Doctor, the Capital Region's award-winning pavement specialist. Providing pavement installation and maintenance. TheAsphaltDoctor.com. 518-273-8005.
3: Hun, we need to stop putting off getting life insurance. I know. It's just been so busy, and I'm sure the cost is out of our budget. Well, Jen told me that they got a $500,000 term life insurance policy from Ethos for less than $23 a month. All online, with no complicated forms, and no medical exam. All they had to do was answer a few health questions. Wait, no medical exam and all online? I know, right? It's not easy to think about, but if something happened to you, James and I would be... okay. I get it. Let's get a quote from Ethos right now. Wow, you were right. There's no medical
0: exam, and Ethos makes the whole online process fast and easy. And look at these rates and coverage options. It's great protection and totally fits our budget. Ethos. They've removed all the barriers from getting coverage. Go to CheckEthos.com to get your free online quote. That's CheckEthos.com. Quote based in a healthy, non-smoking 30-year-old male with a 20-year term policy, rates may vary. If you're hiring, it can feel like you're trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com radio. In fact, ZipRecruiter has helped a lot of business owners find their needle in a haystack, like Marco, president of operations at Teletires and Auto Centers. Because Teletires has grown a lot in the last few years, Marco needed to hire everyone from a receptionist to a store manager to a head mechanic. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. ZipRecruiter helps me keep my business running. Take it from Marco and millions of other businesses who've used ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter can help you find the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash R-A-D-I-O. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.
3: Okay, outdoor summer cocktail party fit check. I've got a hot pink and orange bodycon dress paired with vintage sneakers. It'll definitely attract attention, but not from mosquitoes. Because I'm wearing it with Off Clean Feel for eight gorgeous hours of not-sticky, fragrance-free protection. So I can sip, socialize, and flirt out there in the wild with absolutely unshakable confidence. Get your pre-party protection on with Off Clean Feel. SC Johnson, a family company.
2: I like her, but I also like USX Pass Control Levac. This Uh, is the place this summer, if you're looking around your home thinking um what is that in our living room right make there it's so easy yeah what is that in my kitchen right now trying yeah. to enjoy dinner with us why is it those? moving why does it have
1: so many legs why is it looking at me like all those things i don't have any of those problems God doesn't have any of those problems went to usxpest.com set up a free inspection they work with you tim comes out checks the whole place tells you what we need to do frank comes out makes it happen
2: Shout out to Kristen, too, who's working with you to figure out what time is the perfect time for the inspection. Maybe you're home, maybe you're traveling this summer. When can we come over so Tim and Frank can look at your home and say, Hey, this is what we're looking at. This is how we're going to help you. And we're going to make sure it's safe. Whether you've got kids in your home, whether you've got family visiting, whatever it might be, you want to make sure that when they leave your home, you're like, Oh, God, did you see that? Don't they clean their You don't want that to be the first reaction when someone comes to visit this summer. I wish that every could all company was this I wish every company was this good. I'm going to
1: complain in a second. I'm going to complain real quick. Okay. But USX Pest, like, seriously, if everybody did business the way USX Pest Control does business, there'd be no insects or rodents in your houses, and and I would be a happier person. USXPest.com.
3: It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio.
1: I don't know what to do. What do I do, Gaz? What do I do? What do you mean? I bought a dishwasher, brand new dishwasher, in October. Right, installed it. Everything was good. I love it. It's a fantastic. Uh, it's, a, it's. I'll even tell you, Maytag. Yeah, I went after it. I got Maytag. Okay. Stainless front, beautiful dishwasher. All of a sudden, stopped working. Just did, didn't work as well. It just wouldn't drain. So I was like, Oh, the hose is probably kicked. Well, hose isn't kicked. I get a hold of of them on the phone. Super helpful. Now, obviously, like Maytag themselves, they're not the ones who come to the house to fix it. They are now owned by, actually, Whirlpool. It's a whole other thing. But they schedule someone else to come out. So they schedule these people. At first, they're very friendly. They they have to cancel last minute. So uh, they don't come out. So they reschedule me. When they reschedule, guys, they let you pick a day, but they don't let you pick a time. They get back to you afterwards. Like the day before, you get a text that says, hey, we're going to be out between, uh, let's say, noon and four. And I keep going, can't do that. I'm a little busy in the afternoon. It's one of the only things I can't get away from. Morning, I can work from home. So, okay, no problem. Um, so we're going to schedule something for you for this day. Okay, cool. When? Oh, you'll get, a, you'll get the robo call the day before. Okay, but it's got to be morning. If it's not morning, don't even bother. I can't be there. No problem. Another one, noon and four. So I'm like, <laughs> so I do it again. So they go. We will put a note. We promise it'll be morning next time. I get it again, noon and four. So I call, I call Maytag up again because they've been good to me, and they go, we can't pick when they come out, but let's see what you do. They move me to a different person. This person instantly goes, we'll be between eight and noon on Wednesday. Don't you know the other company gets back to me out of nowhere? All right, so yeah, we could be there between nine and noon now, on Tuesday. <laughs> So what do I do? I think I got to tell the 9 to noon people, like, hey, I appreciate you, but I already made other arrangements, right?
2: Mm, I would go back to the 9 to noon people. Because our schedule works out on a Wednesday. You and I are bumped by Red Sox West Coast afternoon action, which feels like this year more than any other year we're bumped. I want to know what time they come. Well, Wednesday, they're going to be between 8 and noon. Allegedly. Well, this is a different company. This is a new company. What did the other companies say? They said 9 to noon. They said 9 to noon on Tuesday. I still... Ooh. Yeah, the whole thing. Wednesday. Okay. So I'm on Wednesday. I'm
1: going to go, Good. you know what? You had your chance to have my business. Now, watch them both show up at the same time. It'll be like uh, save by the Bell. I'll be like, I'll be Zach. I got two dates to the dance, and the, I only got one dishwasher. Wait, It turns out there's two problems with the dishwasher. One of you can fix this. You don't want fix that, and then get out of my house.
2: See, so you went with <laughs> the save by the Bell reference, which might be dated. I'm going to do another dated reference here. It reminds me of the Tom Green sketch of Undercutters Pizza. Oh, yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, go YouTube that one where there would be pizza places and Tom Green would. so
1: uncomfortable with that one. Oh,
2: man. He'd run up behind the pizza guy. This That feels more like this one, though. Because what's the price going to be for you, LeVac? Well, hopefully it's all covered. Okay. Because
1: the one thing is definitely warranty. The other thing is they think it is, but they need to have somebody look at it first.
2: Tom Green wasn't going to charge for pepperonis, so it's, just factor yeah. that in. You, is, you've got all the power now. I have no power. I have power. I just don't have clean dishes. Um, all right
1: there's a point where i i wonder if pat mcafee is testing his boundaries or if or, or or what so if you're if you're unfamiliar in the in the the world of social media over the weekend the michigan state spartans released a tweet that showed their like other uniform like their alternate uniform and a member of Pat McAfee's show, Pat McAfee has recently signed a gigantic five year, $85 million deal with ESPN for his entire show. So Evan Fox, who's on the show, says, I still can't believe Michigan State thought it was okay to roll out these uniforms. And they're not good looking uniforms. But Pat McAfee replied to his guy, I think Nasser was in on the design team, actually. No. Right. Right, 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 right. If you don't remember, Larry Nasser is the Michigan State doctor who is doing multiple lives, just got beat up in prison actually because he violated, molested and assaulted uh, I, I mean countless numbers of, of, of you know, female athletes and gymnasts and everything. So it's not a funny joke. It's I guess it's topical because he was just in the news. People started going at McAfee, like, hey, take this down. He replies with a Stephen A. gif of, but why? Um, so, guys, you are Tommy Corporate. Should – what do you think is going to happen and what do you think should happen?
2: Well, some things have happened already this afternoon because McAf- okay. McAfee has addressed this. I don't want to pull the audio because he's still allowed to drop swear words on right. his current format, so we're going to back off on that plus, audio. Plus, why would
1: we play it? We don't have
2: to. Yeah. Uh, it looks as if, and I haven't listened to whole Hunt, but from the reaction, he's blamed the media. He's blamed awful announcing for picking it up. He's blamed other outlets for picking up the tweet and making it a bigger story than he has. He's also pointed at Michigan State alumni for making this a bigger deal than it was. So, again, according to the, <laughs> according to this audio, I will fully put my hands up. I have not listened to it all, but I heard enough that I thought I could make a strong point here that he did not back down from this one
1: right well and and i don't mind not backing down i don't like blaming everybody else for noticing like i'd rather you was like dude it was a joke was it a good joke no i'm not gonna take it down because i feel like a coward this is not a good joke
2: you had a great line i believe you said it from mike tomlin or maybe it was your hall of fame boss way back in the day about equal versus fair yeah yeah we're all we're
1: all created equal Some are more equal than others.
2: Yes, right. I think it was Mike Tomlin who had another quote that was very similar to that. I can't say I'm going to treat everybody equally, but I can promise you I'll treat you fairly. Like somebody who's in the business for 30 years and whatever it is should not be treated as the same kid who just graduated college. I'm saying, yes, they should. No, no, no. Like some people have done things in their careers. And unfortunately, sometimes this happens in the media world, too. Like the punishment for a Pat McAfee who just signed that monster deal is not going to be the same thing as the. Uh, production assistant, probably like that. There's too much invested in McAfee to have this happen. But I saw somebody oh, yeah. grouped everybody together today. They're like, it's McAfee, it's Rogan, it's Clay Travis, who's allegedly going to be appearing on Gy every midday, noon to three. It's Portnoy. This is the world that sports now. You got to be extra masculine and blah blah. I think it was just a bad tweet. And I, I, I still bad don't joke. even get the joke. Like I don't even get it. He's man. Just saying it's
1: tasteless, I guess. Like, like if you're
2: just... typing up Nasser. Yeah. Where do you th- like you have moments to backspace be like, ooh, Nasser, huh? Right. I don't know if this one's going to go over
1: well. If that's one that in one of our groups, if somebody texted that, I'd be like, Oh, eh, you missed. You missed. I just feel like you missed. It wouldn't, I wouldn't be offended.
2: I wouldn't be, I wouldn't get upset. But I was just like, It's, you tried to be funny.
1: You didn't, you didn't hit the mark. You
2: missed. Let me float this idea towards you. Do you think it was a test by McAfee? That's what I'm wondering. Okay. That's what I'm wondering because if any media
1: outlet was be likely to clip your wings over this one it's espn i mean think about it they you brought up portnoy they hired the pardon my take guys to do a van thing only to find out that they offended you know one of their members in the past and they had to go
2: um kelly stewart very similar yeah yeah. same thing they found tweets when she was like a teenager basically and she was gone
1: yeah so i mean all the all the things that that I could see ESPN going nuts and and clipping him, but he's such a big part of their plans. So that's why I you're the test part. I wonder if this is him going how bad do they need me? It does kind of feel that way because again, Pat McAfee, I I have no problem with you. Again, the rule I grew up with in my house. Here's the rule I grew up with in my house this is how I've raised my daughter, too. So take it for what it is. If it's going to be rude, it better be funny. Like just it's rude. You were rude. That's all you were. You were rude. You weren't funny. But I don't think he should be punished for that. I really don't think he should be punished. I think if you want to stop listening to him, if you want to stop using his podcast or all those things, that's up to you. That's fine. I don't think he should be punished for it.
2: I'll stick by my take on McAfee. What's it? The story of Icarus, right? Flying too close to the sun. Yep. I don't believe McAfee's on any ESPN outlet by 2026. I don't think he's on anything. And here's why. Because you and I follow this for a living. Here's what McAfee's done the former punter for the Colts and everything else. Here's what he's done. He's worked. I'm going to name off a lot of, he's everywhere. Let's say this. He's worked for a lot of different places. Like I don't want to give them all pub here on Fox sports. (laughs) It's very rare for somebody in this industry to work for multiple national outlets that fast. So that either means he burned a lot of bridges or he wasn't as valuable as other people thought he was. nobody's getting
1: bigger offers that offers elsewhere that
2: sounds the best way he would like to spin it because when you only stay at a place for one to two years and i don't care what it is if it's radio it's media whatever people are gonna be like how come he's leaving so fast if he's so good why does he always want to leave for
1: me i think he's just getting offers i think it's
2: it's possible like he might have spun it that way but he's gone to four different places that are other media outlets where it's like okay he did these other four places this fast. Why do I think ESPN's not going to be like the other four of the past? So I don't, and this too, like, hey, what can I actually get away with? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys said you weren't going to touch the content of the show. Well, Pat, you can't say that. Wow, right. Pat McAfee. I don't see this working out at all. So I think he's off the air in two years because of those examples. And I don't know why you'd want to test them with a NASA tweet and probably just drop another F bomb if you want and see how yeah. they take that one instead. But I, I see again, I don't want to be punished. I think it's a bad joke. I, I,
1: I wouldn't mind if he said, look, sorry, I screwed up. And then somebody goes, "Ah, oh, you're glad you, you you wish you hadn't tweeted it? I'm like, I'd be like, yeah, because it's not funny. Like, that's the only, that's, there's, I guarantee you that somebody out there like a, like a Dave Chappelle or somebody could write that tweet and make it hysterical, same content, a little different and make it, a, and I'll be like, man, can't believe you said that, but it was funny. Like, that's, that's the thing. Um this Don Geronimo is another one that's in the news now. He's a he's a radio host for WBIG, which is like the commander's flagship. So he's doing his camp broadcast and continues to like this is this one is I I'm kind of glad he, he did get clipped because the way he did everything starts like catcalling this the uh, female reporter who's working next to him and like you can hear him actually call her Miss Barbie and stuff like trying to get her attention. And it's it, uh, Charlotte McBride, who works for one of the local news affiliates there. You're now you're just being now you're disrespectful. Now you're disrespectful. We invited you in. You know everything the commanders have been through. We let you be here, and you're you, he's he's saying he thought the woman was a cheerleader. He's the calling out like he's openly trying to distract her. Like now you're now you're disrespectful. Now you're whatever. You should be fired, and he has been. I Heart is the one who runs that station. And they clipped him. And his co host. That's, but see, like, if you're gonna be rude, you may be funny, but don't, you don't interrupt somebody's job. Like, he he was screaming out, like, Barbie and all this stuff. He was disrupting her work. I guarantee you, if we worked next to her, I'd probably be like, yo, guys, that blonde is beautiful. Like, oh my God. Like, I would, but I wouldn't be like, yo, Barbie, what up, girl? What up? I wouldn't be acting like a construction worker back in like the 30s.
2: No, man. He tried to be an old school shock jock on site the rock station can't do some of that stuff should never do some of that stuff and you know what there's your example of the commanders being a different organization good for them
1: right snyder would have invited him back for a cigar and some bourbon back in the day like yeah she does look like barbie you're right way to go geronimo plus the geronimo thing like that's his obviously it's his radio name he has a real name i don't even care what it is like something tells me they were looking to get rid of him anyway something tells me he's a throwback to the old to the old franchise um how about great new stuff? Yeah. How about how about a great new vehicle, huh? I know you love yours. I love mine. Chevy. You want to talk about my good friends at Mohawk Chevrolet?
2: Let's talk about Mohawk Chevy. Wonderful people over there. The family are always doing stuff across social media. Across the, we stop into that dealership. Oof.
1: See, this is the man.
2: Jamie you're not just... a car
1: guy. Like you're not. You drive what you drive because you like it and all this other stuff. Me, I'm a car guy. So like, I have to like it and love it. And that's where I come in with my relationship with, like you said Jamo Jess, you got Katie over there, you got Andy Gellacher, you got Jeff Arden. They're all car people. They all love what they're doing. Like I, I love watching when, uh, when when Carl Bravo runs around a lot and and is just in love with all the vehicles. Car Bravo is another way that you can get great vehicles there as well. So here's the situation. If you're looking for a vehicle or maybe you don't even realize you are yet, maybe you're, you're just looking at yours, you're like, ah, I just don't love it. You got to go to Mohawk Chevrolet because at Mohawk Chevrolet, they always go out of their way to please you.
0: All Seasons Equipment salutes the Scotia's small businesses and the hardworking employees who make it all possible. The economic impact of these locally owned companies is dramatic and they provide many jobs. Support your small businesses by patronizing them frequently. All Seasons Equipment, power equipment dealer, including mowers, chainsaws,